Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, January 7th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. The country's biggest meat producers raise prices. Americans take on more debt than ever before. Most parents say remote learning is hurting their kids. Weather experts rank the snowiest cities in the USA. Also ahead, listeners to the update sound off. But first, Tyson Foods and other meat suppliers hiking prices heading into the new year. The nation's biggest producers charging 12% more for poultry, chicken, turkey, 20% more for beef, 25% for pork. Farmers blaming increased costs on continued labor shortages. Most meatpacking facilities operating at 50% capacity because of COVID and people don't want to work. There are now 10 million vacant positions in the USA. Again, COVID largely to blame, but there's laziness out there. Americans now carrying more debt than at any other time in our history. As of December, households owe $15 trillion to lenders, biggest culprits, credit cards, student loans, home mortgages, inflation also hurting borrowers, the consumer price index rising at the highest level in 40 years. All this borrowing sending the country's credit score down to levels not seen since the Great Recession of 2008. This is a warning to be sure. A survey published by USA Today showing 55% of American parents believe virtual classrooms and remote learning is hurting their children. Seven in 10 say the students can make up lost ground if in-person instruction continues, and that's the battle. Chicago's teachers union shutting down the schools. New survey from Fox Weather ranks the snowiest cities in the country. The experts studied climate data from three decades, judging towns by annual snowfall. Top five, Anchorage, Alaska, Erie, Pennsylvania, Flagstaff, Arizona, Boulder, Colorado, the number one snowiest city, Syracuse, New York. 150,000 people live there, 130 inches of snow every year. That's 11 feet. Talk about shovel-ready jobs. In a moment, listeners have their say. Right back with it. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code BILL at checkout. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners sound off. We do this each Friday. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name and town if you wish to opine. So let's go to Ralph and Joan in Sayville, New York. That's on Long Island. Hey, Bill, thank God you said the obvious and President Trump listened and called off the press conference on January 6th. Now tell him to soften his message like Winston Churchill did. Well, number one, I don't know whether President Trump listened to me. I know he gets a transcript of my broadcasts. Um, We did say that a press conference by him would be a trap and the media would go wild and whatever he said would not be reported accurately. So he wisely canceled. Now, I never call any politician offering advice. That's not my job. I'm a journalist slash historian. My job is to look out for you, is to watch all the people in power. If they call me or ask me in person for advice as an American, I'll offer my opinion, but they have to ask. That's why some of the commentators close to Donald Trump have gotten in a little bit of trouble. Now, that's a whole different thing. I'm not making any judgment. I'm just saying this is what I do. I don't call politicians. Valerie in Taos, New Mexico, perhaps I'm the only person who wishes President Trump had not canceled the press conference. It needed to be said by him that he recommended 10,000 National Guard be at the Capitol on January 6th. Well, we reported that first because the president told us in the Trump O'Reilly history tour, and the documentation is there, that that's what happened. But even if he said that in the press conference, Valerie, do you think the corrupt corporate media would have reported it? They would not. They would have cherry-picked anything that they could have used against Donald Trump. Because the reporting on this whole January 6th thing has been distorted from the very beginning. Let's go to uh, Tamaz, who lives in Durham, New Hampshire. Finally, Bill, you are asking some serious questions regarding the vaccine and natural immunity. Finally? Listen, Tamaz, I've reported this COVID thing very accurately, okay? Last year at this time, there were about 200,000 cases of COVID being reported every day. The vaccines had driven that number down. It was clear from the data that the vaccines were working. Now, with the new variant, Omicron, they're going up. So now there's a new story, and that's what I'm reporting. Bob, Fulshear, Texas. Why do you think conservative news personnel or publications have not followed up on Hunter Biden's laptop? And do what? It's already been reported. There's a book out about it. What are you going to do? Merrick Garland, the attorney general, is not going to investigate Hunter Biden. His boss is his father, Joe Biden. So what do you want the conservative media to do? It's already been reported. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve that message by putting it together. If you would like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com where you can see me on television each night. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices 
higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Were he alive today, Elvis Presley would be celebrating his 87th birthday this weekend. The superstar went from Southern poverty to global celebrity in the span of three decades. Here is the story behind the King of Rock. Elvis Aaron Presley was born inside a tiny one-bedroom shack in rural Mississippi on January 8, 1935. The boy began singing at local high schools and birthday parties when he was 12 years old. In 1956, Elvis hit number one with his tune, Hound Dog. The song launched one of the most successful acts in history and ignited rock music in general. Throughout his 20-year career, the King of Rock would rack up 18 number one hits and another 40 records in the top 10. Presley sold more than 1 billion, with a B, albums in every format, vinyl, 8-track, cassette, CDs. Elvis also appeared on 10 different TV shows and in 31 movies, most of them not good to be kind. Remember Clambake? The musician took a two-year hiatus at the height of his fame between 1958 and 60 because he was drafted into the army. His time in Germany solidified his status as a worldwide celebrity. However, fame took its toll on Elvis Presley beginning in the 1970s. Elvis overdosed on drugs twice. His personal physician prescribed him 30 different medications within a six-month period. By 1977, Elvis Presley had gained 90 pounds, could no longer walk without a cane, and slept most of the day. In August of that year, the king was discovered dead on his bathroom floor at the age of 42. Doctors ruled the cause of death a likely heart attack, but it was not. It was the drugs that killed him. And here's something else you might not know. According to his fiancée at the time, the musician's final words at 2 a.m. were, quote, I'm going to the bathroom to read, unquote. She would discover his body 12 hours later. Folks today can visit Elvis Presley's mansion in Memphis, Tennessee, but the bathroom where he died remains off limits. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. 
And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.